Okay, Broad, so I sit here quaking, actually shaking in my seat because I am so filled with excitement to tell you about the new health and wellness podcast from Audio Boom. And it is called Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lauren's, hosted by the one and only Jersey Shore's Mike the Situation Sorrentino and his wife Lauren. Broads, if you know anything about me, if you follow me along at all on social media, you know I am constantly watching reruns of Jersey Shore and Family Vacation, my most favorite TV show. And one of the main reasons I love it is because of my favorite cast member, Mike the Situation, a.k.a. Big Daddy Sitch. Uh, If you've been following along at all, you know that Mike has had this incredible transformation and been through this intense journey with changes in his life. And so much of that has been since his amazing wife, Lauren, came into the picture. They're really incredible and inspirational together. And now Mike and Lauren invite you into their personal lives to discuss everything from healthy living to recovery from addiction and much more. You'll be able to join the situation as he gets candid on life after jail, getting back to work and the steps he's taking to rebuild his life to be better than before. This Audio Boom original podcast premiered on Tuesday, March 3rd with new episodes every Tuesday, and it's available on your favorite podcast app right now. And just for you broads, we get to share with you an exclusive first listen of Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lauren's. And in this clip, you're going to hear Mike and Lauren discuss Mike's journey to recovery from addiction, the difficulty of going back to work, and his return to Jersey Shore, family vacation. Oh my God, I'm so excited. He's finally back. And while you're listening, be sure to search for and subscribe to Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lauren's and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and whatever your favorite podcast app is, Broads. Enjoy. Yeah, buddy. Everyone knows that I love quotes. And, uh, you know, your current situation is not your final destination. But even with Mike just went into like an amazing monologue for you guys about how he got to where he is today, which did take him a few years. But I don't want you to be overwhelmed if you're listening to this and you're struggling financially, you're struggling in a bad relationship, or you're struggling in your addiction. I don't want you to be like, holy shit, I have to fix myself, not just to get sober. I have to fix myself here, physically, spiritually. You know, don't take all of that on. He's just covering the basis of of how much self-work you can put in to become such an amazing, better person. Take it one day at a time, do little steps at a time. When when Mike first got sober, 100%. When Mike first got sober, all he did was go to the gym and go to a meeting. Yeah, go to a gym and go to a meeting in the beginning. Yeah, just to sort of get my footing. And honestly, that's literally all he did. You know what? It, It really is small steps in life for anything. And I think that we did such a great job with recovery. And that sort of set the tone um, when we sort of had to face the music and I had to go to prison. Because we sort of, um, you know, we sort of learned how we handled recovery, you know. And we did so well with that, with patience and sort of working one day at a time to to sort of reach our goals and, and, and things like that. Eventually, when I had to go to prison, we used those same principles to sort of survive in that particular situation as well. Yeah. And let's be, let's really give it to you here because I want you to know it was not easy in the beginning. Recovery is never easy for anyone, the addict, the family member, the relationship. 
it's really hard and you're kind of on eggshells because you're hoping that it works out this time and it sticks and you're just trying to get through time and get mm-hmm. time under your belt. And when I say Mike went to meetings in the gym and that was it, that wasn't like the luxurious of his free time. That was him being unemployed. Like yeah, he had, came out of rehab. He had no job and, and no place to live. Yeah. So, you know, we struggled for a long time while he got back on his feet mm-hmm. and then slowly got, you know, even the confidence back where he yeah. felt like he could go back to work and yeah. go work on TV. I remember the first job that I got. He um, didn't want to take. I didn't want to take it, it's right? the first offer he got. I'm like, how could you turn this down? It was a food network deal, right? Yeah. And uh, it was Worst Cooks. And they wanted me to be a Worst Cook. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm not a Worst Cook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I cooked all of the seasons of Jersey Shore. I didn't think I was a Worst Cook. And they explained to me that it wasn't necessarily a, really about the title Worst Cooks. At the end of the day, I'm not a chef and I don't cook like a chef and I don't claim to be a chef. And that technically you are the worst chef. (laughs) Well, it was celebrity worst cook. So it was getting a few celebrities together and seeing who was the worst cook of the bunch. Really, The worst cook. (laughs) (laughs) That is another show and that is not on the Food Network channel. Okay. And, and that's what we're all about is having fun, but that we'll talk about that next time. But um, yeah, you know, I had a lot of uh, competition when I did uh, that particular show. I didn't think that there was going to be anybody really on that show of, of Worst Cooks. And it turned out I ended up getting like third. You so know? You got, yeah, you did get third. Wait, got, was it second I, I or third? Like, I think I got third, to be honest Yeah, with I forgot which dish put you out. Mm-hmm. We might have to rerun that. I, if you guys are listening, please go watch Worst Cooks. Yeah. You know, season three, I think it was. I'll be honest with you. Of Celeb Worst Cooks. If you're not and first, one- you're last. So I don't really remember what season it was. But remember, I didn't want to do the season. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't think because if I didn't have... You know, my body back at that particular time period, um, you know, I didn't I didn't have my confidence to go in front of the uh, TV screen again. And little by little, over years, that confidence returned. But it only returned when I continued to sort of do the right thing. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. It uh, returned when you were able to be like your authentic self yes. in front of people. Because I think for a long time, um, once you got deep in substances and on TV, you were... You were, you know, when you're on any substance, you're masking your true feeling. You don't even know where you are half the time. So there's no way to be authentic under the influence. No, no. A lot of those seasons when I was under the influence, I definitely was living my worst life. Uh, But now, you know, in hindsight, you know, I feel like I'm living my best life. You know, I'm being my best self. And um, even going back to the most recent um, episodes of Jersey Shore Family Vacation, I was also nervous to do those as well. Yes, because the reboot. When, the they, reboot, when yeah. they signed the reboot, you were very nervous. You were immediately on board. You never were going to think yeah. about not doing it. But I was nervous but because nervous. I was going to be around that environment again. And I had about two years clean and sober. Uh, very good foundation. But I was like, how am I going to do this show again with a bunch of savages? You know, that that drink and go to a club. Where do I fit in? Can I still be the funny guy? Like, you know, like, and, and plus I had a girlfriend at the time. I couldn't go to clubs anymore and sort of be, you know, that guy. So I, I sort of had to, you know, reinvent myself. And I'll be honest with you. I, I challenged myself in my recovery. Um, and I became this, you know, the best version of myself. Now when I go to a club, 
um, you know, I'm sort of vibing out, you know, on a vibe, you know, people have to drink alcohol. And a frequency, a yeah. higher frequency. Yeah. People have to drink or they have to take a substance to sort of be on my level. I, I, I believe that. So, yeah. Um, well, I have to say that you impressed me very much when uh, the reboot happened. Yes. And you really stepped up to the plate of proving yourself, I think, to yourself yes. first and foremost, mm-hmm. that you could go back into that environment yeah. and go where, you know, you really went wild yes. and your addiction did not start there, but it, where you really, you know, went crazy with the substance abuse and down a dark path with that. So yeah. the fact that you went into the lion's den. Faced my fears. and Exactly. Faced your fears. And also your dream at the same time. Jersey Shore was one of your biggest accomplishments. Yeah. You always had such a great relationship with mm-hmm. your cast members who mm-hmm. are like your family now. Yeah. And it was really important to you to be able to do that and withhold your reputation you built. Yep. You know, for the past two years. Yeah. The really cool thing that I love about Jersey Shore Family Vacation and the reboot is that while Mike was putting in all this work, getting sober and clean, the world didn't get a chance to see that mm-hmm. and see the person that he is at his core and the person who he fought for to be today. And then when the reboot happened, it gave Mike the opportunity to share himself with the world. And he really you know, took the ball and ran with it. And I couldn't be prouder for you. Oh my God, honey. Or Thank prouder you. of you. I love you, honey. And I love you too. And you really did... You really made your family proud, oh especially me and Mosey. Oh my goodness, Mosey, <laughs> that man. <laughs> Mosey is our golden retriever. He is the sweetest man on earth, um, really quickly. But also, I want to uh, point out to the listener that um, I wouldn't suggest you trying to go to a club if you are newly sober, okay? I went when I was, you know, two, over years, two years, over two years clean and sober, a very strong foundation. And I, I was really forced to sort of challenge myself. So I wouldn't rush back and into a scene that, you know, kind of destroyed you. Or distractions. <laughs> yes, those are, are distractions. But I, I like I said, um, I don't, um, I, I wouldn't shun it, I guess. I wouldn't say no to it. I, I would say continue. It's not impossible. It, exactly. That's the thing. It's I not impossible. It. It's mind over matter. Exactly. You've been listening to an exclusive clip of Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lawrence. Be sure to subscribe and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got a situation.